Hello, welcome to Moms Changing the World. This is your host, Akua Walker, Child Development Nurse Practitioner and CEO, Chief Encouragement Officer, introducing the new podcast, which is the place for moms to find encouragement, hope, and inspiration, where we're supporting moms in the trenches of motherhood. You will receive practical tips and strategies to address the developmental needs of your children with a positive parenting perspective in mind. Here at Moms Changing the World, we are moms on the journey of changing the world, one child at a time, one day at a time. changing the world. Welcome. This is your host, Akua Walker, child development nurse practitioner, parenting coach, and CEO. So excited to bring you so many exciting things in store. And today's guest is going to, to set things off in a world-class way. I'm excited to introduce Amanda Goring, and she is a travel specialist and has been supporting health and wellness leaders and entrepreneurs in planning travel experiences. So as a luxury travel consultant and CEO of InStyle Travel, she offers clients a customized experience for luxury travel around the world. They offer premium retreats, masterminds, and services for nurses and wellness entrepreneurs so that they can have a hassle-free, opulent experience. And she hosts a travel family blog and a YouTube channel as well with her two lovely twins and her husband. For the past several years, her company has worked to bring her clients luxurious dream vacations and access to exclusive six and seven star locations and five star vendors as well. Her love for retreats and masterminds came with a need for explicit attention to detail and white glove service when traveling. Seeing that there was a lack of this for wellness entrepreneurs, Amanda decided to use her experience and keen sense of organization as a pharmacist to create a business that focused on the needs of those in health and wellness. Amanda Goring is certified member of CLIA, Cruise Line International Associates, Disney, Marriott, Accor Hotels, Vacation Builder, and certified with IntelliTravel, along with a few other providers. To learn more about Amanda's services or book a call for your next retreat, Contact her by sending her a DM or get a quote at her website, www.instyletravelllc.com. You can also find her at Amanda Goring on Facebook, uh, Instagram at InStyle Travel Boss Babe, which she definitely is. And her travel family YouTube channel is Little Miss Travelers. As a family travel channel, she teaches and shows the amazing places you can visit with your family and places and adventures you can have. I also like to start with a quote as we get into our incredible interview with Amanda. And she shared one that goes, through travel, our children are learning that different is good, adventures are exciting, and that they don't have to go along with everyone else just because. Amanda, so excited to have you here today. How are you? 
I am so good. Thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Ever since I met you as one of the, the giants in the circle that uh, where we have the same amazing coach, Mia Redrick, as uh, a shout out to her. I have just been um, intrigued by, you know, all of the different travel experiences that you've shared, the travel, you know, kind of a mindset that you bring, the level of quality that you are excited to share with everyone around you. And so I have been just really wanting to, to connect with you. And I think, you know, the, the context as we're recording this for listeners is that the world is just, you know, kind of opening up in a way that it hasn't for a lot of people to travel. So I know even for my family, in kind of the midst of the pandemic, things have been really close to home for, for most of the last couple of years. And we haven't, I haven't necessarily felt safe enough to travel given the levels of, you know, a virus that's around or, you know, before vaccinations even uh, were available. And so it's just been now that myself and my children are fully vaccinated that, you know, over the, the most recent holiday season that we felt like we could actually even just get on a plane and travel. You know, we did some road trips in the summer because we were in our car, right? We were just visiting family. But just in the last couple of weeks, have we as a family been able to actually get on a plane, travel to visit family, and then even travel for vacation in Hawaii. And so I thought it would be a really timely interview to connect with you around issues of, of travel and safety and, and, you know, the experience. So, so glad to have you. Thank you. To Thank help you us so out much. with that. Yeah. Yeah. As we get into it, why don't you tell me a little bit about kind of what your, your family life is like these days, especially as things are kind of always, always changing <laughs> around us. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much, Akua, for having me. Definitely, I am so excited to be here to share what we do as a family and as to why we travel with our, with our family. Even through the pandemic, we were yeah. still, you know, traveling and going harder. So I am so excited to be here. By the way, my name is Amanda Gorin. As Akua said, I am owner and CEO of Instar Travel. And everything that we have been doing for this past couple of years is because of a supporting husband that I have, because my husband, Mr. G, as he, he is Glenn Goring, but everybody knows him as Mr. G. And so we, it's, I think, I believe it starts with the support, support to travel with children. Really, it's not the easiest task. It can be daunting. However, it's not impossible. And so to have family that support the whole idea to travel and share. We have been traveling because we know what it brings in our family. We know the dynamics, you know, it brings in the whole family and among even the kids. And the kids are not twins, by the way. Let me just point that out. They are three years apart. They just look alike and they are. (laughs) So yes, Brooklyn, the oldest one is nine and let's so yes, three okay. years apart. Mm-hmm. Wow. So um, the the safety we have really adhere adhered to the safety of every country we visit. Every mm-hmm. place we visit, we make sure before we even go, even for planning, we make sure that is this possible for us to go. What mm-hmm. are the cases over there in that particular co- country? What mm-hmm. is going on? Is it um, safe to visit certain resorts? Is it safe mm-hmm. to do certain tours? So I will tell you this, we traveled to St. Lucia a couple of months, months ago for their daddy's birthday. And we had to really make sure 
that the country is allowing people in. And when they allow people in, are you allowed to go out? In St. Lucia, they were not allowing all the, the uh, all anybody that travels from the from the US and Europe to go outside of the resort. The resort. So yeah. you, right. So you stay there and they did you are not able to do on land tours, but you were able to do water tours where you don't have to mingle with the locals. And I we see. on that level, mm-hmm. we love mingling with the locals. So that was kind of like a blow to us, but sure. we were excited to we were excited about the fact that they have put certain restrictions in place to protect us and to protect their locals as well. Yeah. So I would say in terms of protection, we felt very, very safe. I feel like in the other countries, they implement certain things, certain rules and regulations, and everybody abides by by it. Over here, I would say sometimes, you know, everybody has their own opinions about why you're not doing certain things. And so going to other countries really open our eyes to in terms of how people are really taking this very, very seriously when yeah. it comes to wearing a mask, when it comes to yeah. using hand sanitizers, they wouldn't even let our, us, they wouldn't bring our bags into our rooms until the bags outside of the bags were all sanitized. sanitized. Yeah. yeah, before they even brought it in there. And yeah. you are quarantined for about a day and you do a PCR test on the same day. It usually comes in, it's a rapid testing and it comes in like seven hours after. And then after that, if you are still negative, then you guys are free to move around. So they take things seriously. So that's one yeah. of the things that we look out for before we travel. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know different websites of the areas, resorts, countries, they've kept things pretty up to date and things, as you know, have been changing for, yeah. for different areas and regions. So I think yeah, doing your research, it sounds like has to be number one. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. So then meals. I usually like to talk, start talking to you about food, very practical, you know, for feeding kids. So why don't you share, you know, how you kind of handle meal time at home, right? Uh, working, are you working mainly from home for your business? Yeah. yeah. So working so, from home, yes. Feeding your children from home. And then we'll talk about feeding children on the road and in travel. Yes. So I will give it to my husband on this one. <laughs> I <will not> <laughs> Yes, I am not the family chef at all. And my kids would tell you, mommy, why don't you take some pointers from daddy on this one? So in terms of food, I have three comfort ones that I go to yeah. every single time because the girls love it. And so my very first one is shrimp scampi. Shrimp scampi mm-hmm. is a 30 minutes, you know, meal. 30 minutes yeah. meal that you can make and they love seafood. So these girls are, they appreciate seafood a lot. Yeah. So I would just get my shrimp right right now. I have a whole pack of shrimp like in the fridge for you know, those things where daddy is <laughs> not able to make it. So I, shrimps can be, is one of the main things that they like. What I do with the shrimp though, is I bake it instead of, you know, putting it exactly in the linguine or in a, oh. in a kind of pasta. I okay. bake it, I have this this spice that it's sweet and sour, smoky mm. um, spice. So I they love that spice. It's a, yeah. they like the smokiness of the yeah. uh, the, the shrimp. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then, how so, long do you bake the shrimp for? I bake the shrimp for about just until it becomes a little bit pink. Okay, it, so it, not yeah, usually like not long, right? Five minutes, yeah, five yeah. six minutes. It should be very well well cooked. You don't want to overcook it because right. then it becomes very chewy. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so oh, they, they love that. And that's, that's my main go-to 
And yeah. recently I added gravy. For some reason, they love gravy and it's mm. beef broth gravy. Okay. So yeah, that is easy to make. 10 minutes, under 10 minutes, you know, you have your beef broth, you have your mushroom and your onions and, you know, garlic. Then you add it together, put a little bit of cornstarch and you are so thickening it up. And they yeah. think you are hero. Hero money. <laughs> <laughs> gravy. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. They can eat it with anything. Right, yeah. anything, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, very yeah. versatile, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. The gravy in uh, in Ghanaian culture, my culture is a tomato based gravy, and it's also okay. pretty pretty quick to to do. And I try to do it in batches so that it's the you know beginning. You can have it like plain, but then you can add all kinds of vegetables to it for different variations. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that gravy idea is great. And then you said you had a third one. Yes, I do. I do. I do have a third one, and <laughs> that, I'm sure every mother. It's not really a meal. I'm sure every mom knows about it. Peanut butter and jelly. (laughs) The quick lunch or snack. Quick lunch or snack. But but I have a certain way I I do it. I put the jam or the the um yeah jam on the bottom and the peanut butter on the top, and I put another layer of jam on the top of the same bread before. So it's I think they like the taste of one being on top because my kids are a little bit picky. If you make a sandwich for them, they have to know exactly how the turkey is laid, which step, <laughs> which level the, tur- the turkey is, which level the tomatoes is. They <laughs> care about the layers of how it is in the <laughs> so, <laughs> They care about layers. And I'm not sure about any of the other parents. If your kids are very particular about the layers of how sandwiches should go, but my kids are. So, yes. Yeah. That that is a new one. I have not heard that particular um, <laughs> preference. Yeah. But our kids, yeah, our kids come with their own uniquenesses, right? Yes. And so, so then, yeah, how do you uh, manage that then when you're traveling and you don't necessarily have, you know, you you don't have the ingredients, right? It, you're really uh, dependent on where you are going as a restaurant or as a resort. And if they're picky, you know, how do you manage that? We're less adventurous so I, with their eating, right? Right. So our kids have always been adventurous and as we were talking about, we've been traveling with them since they were like two months. Mm-hmm. And so even when Lexington had a little bit of allergies, Lexington is my little one, a little bit of food, food allergy, but the doctor or her pediatrician was like, you know what? That's not something that's going to be permanent. I don't foresee it being permanent. So she grew out of it. Good. And so my kids, thankfully eat yeah. a lot of every, every country we go, they are willing to taste anything we taste. They are yeah. willing to, as long as it's safe, as long as we tell them it's okay, they yeah. eat everything. So on the plane, like on the flight, we eat, we bring some snacks along. Sometimes we bring, they love their carrots and dip. Carrots yeah. and vegetable dip. Yes, nice. French dip. They nice. love that. So we bring that, that along. We have a little cooler where we put the dip in a package, you know, cooler. Mm-hmm. And we, we bring that, that along. So they're able to snack on that. They love their sweets. Every kid loves sweets. I don't <laughs> let, I don't, when we go on vacation, my little secret is I do not restrict them from eating anything on our travels mm-hmm. because I restrict them enough at home from eating certain things. Thanks. I believe that mm-hmm. when we travel, they're about to try new things and about yeah. to, you know, do new things. So when you restrict mm-hmm. them, that kind of puts a little bit of the strain. On yeah. you as well as, as, as a mom, you know, yeah. as a parent. So I don't restrict them. They eat. That's when they get to splurge and eat whatever. <laughs> so on the plane, you know, the flight attendants will give them a lot of, you know, snacks and different things. Mommy, can I have the 
you know, the chocolate chip. I said, absolutely, go ahead and, and do that. So mm-hmm. it's not as hard as it may seem, but always package, bring your snacks. We bring our snacks. We bring every snack. We bring the, all these um, little packets, apple, uh, apple juice, you know, boxes, you know, juice boxes. Mm-hmm. We bring them with, with us. However, some of them are not allowed on the plane because mm-hmm. of the amount. So if you want to mm-hmm. get the tiniest one, Walmart always has one of these tiniest, small little juice boxes that is organic. And mm-hmm. it's not, it's less than 120 ml for okay. boxes. So you can always bring that with you. And that's what we bring mm. with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good tip because mm-hmm. we're often thinking that we cannot bring very much, you know, right. in with us. Right. So yeah. that's yeah. a that's a great find. And it's from Walmart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, savings where you can. So then, so tell me about how you came up to your find your passion. You know, I shared a little bit in your bio, but uh, you know, how did that all evolve for you? Yes. So I am a pharmacist by trade. Yeah. Uh, doctoral of pharmacy, got my doctorate in Massachusetts College of Pharmacy in Boston. That's where I was in New York with my family. Of course, I'm, I'm, I'm one of 10 siblings and wow. I'm, yes, I'm, the, I'm the baby. So everyone is a doctor, pharmacist, everything. So my mom is like, so what are you doing with your life? I said, I want to, I wanted to be a pharmacist because I don't want to, you know, have to do too much. And she goes, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Boston, uh, Massachusetts College of Pharmacy, met my husband there who is, who had also come from Canada. He's Canadian and he had graduated with two doctorates in neuroscience and biology. So he was also coming there to go to pharmacy school. So we met and we decided to, to travel the, travel the world. And I was already traveling before we met. He was already traveling by himself. Yeah. And so when we got together, as even as friends, we talked about travel a lot. Because even when as friends, we talk about how we want to raise our kids later on in life. And, you know, travel seemed to be one of the main things that would come into the picture all the time. In your conversation. So we, in our conversations, yes. So it was easy for us to travel together, travel the world. At the time, I remember sometimes you don't have the money as a college student, but you right. always make it happen, you know, <laughs> not yeah. the right way, like to, using your student loans, but <laughs> we we made it happen. So travel had been a passion for a long time. Pharmacy, yeah. I love being a pharmacist. However, there's a difference between having a job and having passion for a job. And so being passionate about travel just started really, really early on. And so for the fact that my husband and I came together and knew that we wanted to do this, it was just a no-brainer. So it had already been there, but manifesting it was after pharmacy school, we moved to California and lived in California, Orange County for about seven years, moved to LA for about four years. And during that time, we didn't have any family around there. So we lived, because I I lived in New York and he is from Canada. So we would travel for our leisure, travel, travel, travel. And one of our friends contacted me and said, you book travel for yourself. You book travel for everyone. Why don't you make travel your business? Mm-hmm. And the rest is history. History. So, yeah, that's how it <laughs> Didn't have to tell you twice. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. And so then why luxury travel? And then why luxury travel with children? Yes. 
So absolutely, that's a great, great question because it's not just coming from you. It's coming from everybody <laughs> else that I know. Why? 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 <laughs> so I am so glad to answer this on this podcast. Growing up, my mom and dad would travel with us, you know, once in a while, you know, to, to places and do different things. But among where I went to high school, some of my friends in Manhattan, their parents would take them on luxury travel. Mm-hmm. And I used to think to myself, why not me? Mm-hmm. Why not me? And almost everybody I saw growing up doing the luxury travel with their families didn't look like me. Mm-hmm. They they were from different races. They were from different other cultures. They were from mm-hmm. different, you know, ethnicities. And so I thought, why not me? Why, why don't we travel luxury? And they will mm-hmm. come share the experiences. So my main goal growing up was how can I get to travel luxury as much as the other parents were doing with their kids? How, mm-hmm. how do I get to, you know, experience that? And so the luxury travel started, came from really at, at a very young age, at a very early age where I thought, why not me? So mm-hmm. then when my husband and I, we had our first Brooklyn, we, I decided I chickened out. And I said, no, I don't think I want to travel luxury with my little girl. <laughs> because I think it's going to be really, really expensive. And he was like, no, absolutely not. If you get to experience it, our children have to experience the same thing. Mm-hmm. Why not us? Why not us? Yeah. So he agreed with what I experienced, had experienced as a child. And for me, that was it. There, there was no question. Why not us? Why mm-hmm. not us? So mm-hmm. that's how it's, it's really like, that's how it's turned from. So wherever we're going, if we're bringing them and we're going on, you know, luxury travel, we do luxury as well. And we also, the other side of it was also wanted to show, you know, the world out there that luxury mm-hmm. doesn't have to be for a certain kind of people. Luxury mm-hmm. doesn't have to be such crazy expense or crazy, you know, wasting money or spending money. but you cannot put money on experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our idea is if it doesn't look better than my house, why go? Mm-hmm. If I'm not going to sleep on a mattress that is better than my the one I have at home. home. Why go? <laughs> if I don't want the sheets that are cotton and more than Luxurious. what I have at home, yeah. why spend the money to go? Yeah. And for us, the experience in terms of the, the experience you get, you can't put money on the experiences and the adventure and the and the uh, the outcome of these quality tra- travels. Because anybody can do you know travel, but what do you get out of it? Do you yeah. get you know do you do you get memories? Are you going to have memories for the rest of, of the kid the children's lives? So mm. love street travel really came from the fact that. If it's not better than my house, I don't go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds like from, you know, so far, a lot of what you're talking about is a mindset yeah. that you from an early age, you know, had a mindset of quality and, yeah. and, you know, the idea of why not me, right. Yeah. Set a bar, right. For mm-hmm. the way that you and your husband and your family, you know, wanted to experience the world. And I think, you know, from the mom's changing the world, you know, perspective. I feel like the world is such a huge place, right? There's so much to see. And I think we often get, you know, stuck 
in our small little corner of the world and forget how grand and how incredible this, this, you know, world and this planet is, you know, that we are blessed, you know, by God to be able to live in. And so I, you know, my heart just bursts when I think about, you know, how diverse this world is, how beautiful, you know, this, this planet is. And I agree that we, we, I want, you know, to experience more and more of it. I want my children to experience and really appreciate, right. Uh, all, all that it brings. And, you know, the, I, I think the, you know, generally, yeah, traveling has been, um, yeah, trying to get the, the best deals and trying to, you know, get the, you know, the budget friendly ideas going, but, you know, a family that I follow on, on you watch their videos, a top flight family. They were one of the families that kind of first opened our eyes to, you know, that idea of tra- traveling in style with your family and how to do so in a way that, yeah, is respectful of, like you mentioned, the, the cultures that you're visiting and, you know, is also, you know, high quality. So that got my husband and I, you know, thinking about expanding, right, our, you know, sense of, of travel and what that could look like, you know, for our family. And so, yeah, the, the trip that we just took to Hawaii, we got to be uh, at Aulani, the Disney, you know, resort there. And so that, to you know, for us is you know a really nice you know luxury experience that we hadn't you know necessarily you know considered you know so long ago, right? And it was it was really really great. It was really really great. I think we had a lot of great firsts. You know, I got to snorkel you know for the first time with the girls. We you know kind of had some some pamper time together. How fun! Um, yeah, and it was really a special time, and we just, you know, are continuing to to talk and and kind of extend that, you know, yeah. uh, the, through the conversation, like you said, and through the memories. And so, it is a, a special thing to be able to provide that experience, you know, for your children and for your family. So, you know, some might think that it's, you know, maybe more useful to give and use some of that money that you're putting into travel maybe spend it, you know, or on donations or maybe give it in a, a different way than to kind of spend it on, on luxury travel for yourself and your family. What would you say, you know, to those parents who, you know, are kind of maybe on the, on the other side of that, the coin, you know, there around travel and luxury travel? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> we, we, we definitely, as a matter of fact, by donating to a cause, that my mother actually was the one that introduced me to that. So we do donate, but yes, to answer that question, we always feel that you, like I said before, you can't put money on experiences. You can't mm-hmm. put money on yeah. um, the, the, memories that, the, the memories that you are cre- creating and giving to your children, because at the end of the day, you want your kids, you want to leave a legacy mm-hmm. that is filled with memories, mm-hmm. memories for your family, memories for, and when we travel to all these other countries, I have to, I have to say that we traveled to Mexico last year or I believe two, two years ago, and we actually donated to this daycare that we had out there. And when we travel to these countries, we bring along stuff with us. And so mm-hmm. it, that's why we mingle with the locals and make sure that we know exactly where we are going. If there is a need for certain, you know, like clothing and, you know, because of course my kids have so, so many clothing that sometimes we don't give to Goodwill. So we will package mm-hmm. those and put them in boxes, ship them over there, and we will give it out to, to them. We haven't done them on a bigger scale. 
So mm-hmm. now we have, we have done them on a smaller scale and we will definitely probably later on be doing that on a bigger scale because you can see the excitement in this kids, mm-hmm. you know, nice. in this kids and, yeah. and our kids get to enjoy them. And I have pictures of, of the ones that they did with the, the, the locals in, I think it was Tulum with the daycare and they took pictures with them, with the little kids that mm. are just the same age as them. Yeah. So really be, and people may think, oh my gosh, that looks so lovely. That looks so rich. And it looks so like you guys are just flirting. We are very smart in terms of, I'll give it to ourselves in terms of planning later, which I'll share tips with you guys on mm-hmm. plan, planning. I'm sorry, planning early. When you plan mm-hmm. early, your trips may look like they are luxury and you have to pay a whole lot of money for them, but you don't really have to. Mm-hmm. You can travel luxury and not spend your whole entire saving <laughs> right, on it. Right. That, and the key note of that is planning it with the right travel advisor. If you have a travel consultant, if you have a travel agent, stop mm-hmm. planning a little bit earlier. Then mm-hmm. three months before you travel, you're like, oh, this is not a spontaneous if you want to travel with family, don't do it spontaneously. spontaneously. Mm-hmm. I have to say, you need to plan it a year ahead of time. Work with your travel agent, travel advisor. If you don't have any, we are here to help you. Make sure mm-hmm. you are planning so you have a travel plan in terms of financial every month, a payment plan, so to speak, that you can use. So every month or every week, you know exactly how much you want to pay into this. By the time you realize, you are a hero in your family. You know, take your kids <laughs> on a luxury vacation without even having to fill it or having to, you know, spend the luxury so prices. Right. And there are so many discounts out there. Like I said, if you work with the right agent, we happen to know the inside Scoop. of everything mm-hmm. and our and our discounts and you know, even your <laughs> your miles. You know, if if you travel, save your miles and you can travel with that for a luxury trip. You may end up paying forty nine dollars instead of paying three thousand dollars for a luxury flight. You know, mm-hmm. if you save that, and if you have credit cards, make sure you are also using that. I'm sorry, I'm here. I'm educating almost. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah. So, if you credit cards, you can have your points put together. Mm-hmm. You have a travel credit card. If you are so interested in the travel, make sure everywhere you go, you collect your points. And mm-hmm. once these points reach a certain amount. You can even have a day for a night for free at a resort. Marriott has it. Marriott Bonvoy has it. JW Marriott has it. I mean, so many, the Hilton has it. So many of mm-hmm. these resorts, amazing, fantastic resorts have those uh, rewards that you can get involved in. So I wouldn't say we spent a lot of money on our travel, but they mm-hmm. show them good out to the outside world. Yeah. But you know, you have to be smart on a lot of the travels you do. And there are some that we have spent a lot of, you know, money on. However, at the end of the day, you cannot put and a price tag. Money, yes, price tag on, mm-hmm. you know, the experiences that you have. Yeah. 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 You know, you've uh, it sounds like planning ahead, you know, paying attention to the the savings that you're having on, you know, the collections of the points. Mm-hmm. All of those add up to, you know, some of the bonuses and some of the discounts that you and your family can enjoy um, without having to spend extra because you've been, you know, kind of planning and working ahead of time to do it. That's great. That's great. Good. So is motherhood what you thought it would be? Motherhood, uh, that and more. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, motherhood has been very exciting, especially having my my older one. When my husband and I got married, we actually decided to not have kids right away because I knew I wanted us to. You know, society has always taught us when you have kids, you can't travel anymore. More. So I was a little bit, you know, scared, I should say. <laughs> and I was like, no, no kids right now. Right. But so at the age of 33, I had Brooklyn and mm-hmm. uh, we decided that we had to return back to the East Coast because that's where family is. And we, we wanted to continue to do the things we do. We got to have family around. Yeah, and to support so, that. To support that, exactly. So we had family around. So that, for us, was a little bit easy. However, every kid is different. When we had our Lexington, there were a little bit of challenges in terms of you know health and medical conditions that she had. Her Achilles tendon was a little bit tight. So mm-hmm. at the age of one, going on two, she wasn't even walking. Like she couldn't walk because she was like... She on the tiptoes. Like, yeah, like a ballerina. And that wasn't, that was getting worse and worse and worse. So she was in a cast. They had to do a couple of surgeries. And, you know, so at that point, as a mom, you were like, okay, the first child wanted, I mean, I felt like I wanted to have 10 kids after Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) And then now, you know, of course, the challenges of, of course, you know, miscarriages and stuff also happens, you know, after, after, after Brooklyn. And so that Lexington was our rainbow baby. Thank God. And, um, She's out. She was, you know, had the medical conditions and it was just a little bit tough. So mm-hmm. um, I would say it, it's been amazing. Now it's corrected. She's able to walk. Thank God mm-hmm. to the amazing doctors we had yeah. in um, St. Francis Hospital in Virginia. And shout out to all the doctors out there. Thank you yeah. so much really amazing for these kids. And so, but one thing I have to point out is every child is so different. Right. And so you have to be aware of who your child is and what they expect from you as a parent and what you expect from them. Because Lexington and Brooklyn are very different. Mm-hmm. Very and I can only talk about them because they are my kids. And I thought, <laughs> you know, I thought you could use the same That's color right. That's for right. all the kids. That's no, right. That yeah. was the challenging part for me. Yeah. I'm like, she's doing this. Why aren't you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> She is her own person. Yes, yes. And so that was the challenging part. And so I had to learn how to make sure that I am not treating this one the same way as I'm treating the other one. I have to pay attention to the accused and what they need, their needs, and treat them differently. Right. They may look the same. (laughs) But yeah, as as we know, two children from the same two parents can be like night and day. (laughs) Different. So yeah. Yeah. So I love that you know, being sensitive to your child's needs, to your child's differences, and, you know, you know, doing what you can to adjust um, and accommodate, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to them is going to be really important. It sounds yeah. like, yeah, great. So then so, a lot of our listeners aren't able to see, you know, your, your beautifulness. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your ethnic background, your, your yeah. husband's ethnic background, and how that, you know, is factoring into, and you've mentioned a little bit about how you talk to your children about race and empathy and and how you incorporate that into your lifestyle. So our ethnic background, we are Africans, specifically Ghana. Africans, we are Caribbeans, um, mm. Caribbeans specifically St. Kitts and Barbados. And okay. of course, yeah, that is Canadian okay. and Americans. So we call ourselves the <laughs> afro caribbean Americans. <laughs> <laughs> 
A little bit of everything. <laughs> everything. Afro-Korean-Americans and the kids love it. They go to school and they, they go, I'm Afro-Korean-American now. They go, what is that? What is right? <laughs> Come again. <laughs> yes, we invented our own name because, I mean, we don't fall anywhere That's in terms right. of, you know, you're not just completely African. You're not just completely Korean. But you're a mixture of all of these. So coming to talk about how our kids are, you know, empathy in terms of like how we've always taught our kids that being different is great. Right, yeah. Being, being different is, which is my, my quote that I, yeah. you know, I share with, with everyone in, from the, from the start, being different is good because everywhere we go around the world, everyone looks different. Yeah. Even in the Asian countries that we have visited in Thailand, Thailand and in um in Maldives that we just you know returned everyone even though it's the same Asian Asian continent right. everyone looks very different yeah. and so from the same and we teach them look at you you me we all we all may look different and different it doesn't have to be skin color different can be culture it can be religion it can be right. what you eat the food you eat it can be anything that is different and that is beautiful so yeah. we had told them earlier on to embrace <laughs> their differences, even in their house, before they even go to school. So by the time they get to school, they already know that if this hair looks different from mine, it's okay. Yeah. If this guy works different from me, it's okay. My mommy taught my mommy and daddy taught us being different mm, is unique good. and beautiful. Yeah. So they have learned early on that it's good. So they are very sensitive to certain things, because I remember uh, a couple of weeks ago, Brooklyn had come to me and shared with me how a little girl just came from India and didn't know how to speak English. Mm-hmm. And all the other kids at, during the ca- cafeteria time, nobody wanted to sit with her and all that. But she had been around there and she yeah. knows not everybody speaks English. And yeah. so mom, what I did was I went and sat with her. Yeah. And then we just use the sign language and we don't even know, yeah. but we, we just, we just smile to each other. That is, I was so proud as a mom uh, when she told me that, <laughs> that she wasn't afraid the kids that didn't want to sit mm-hmm. next to this little, little girl, but yeah. she was the one that said she's different and that's okay. I've seen them before. I've seen mm-hmm. that before. I've yeah. gone to places there. that, right. Yeah. And so it's not, different it's not bad she's just unique mommy and so yes and so for me I think travel has done so much for us including being sensitive to you know be empathetic about you know culture and you know being sensitive to everyone's culture everyone's religion and all that so that is that was amazing Yeah. Yeah. That like brings tears to my eyes, you know, when our children really embody, you know, the things that we are trying to teach them. And, you know, it's not that you've just kind of traveled around the world and distanced yourself from the people. And it's that you've integrated the people, you know, into your travel and in the messages that you give to them, you know, they're embracing. And so I love how, you know, we, it's so unique that travel is one of those you know, things, one of those few things, right, that can really help your children experience the world in a much larger way than if you talk about it or read about it or, you know, just go online, right? That gives you the taste, but to actually live it, you know, by taking them with you and experiencing the culture and the people, that is truly a gift. And so uh, what a great story to share about your daughter, you know, being able to 
you know, be not be afraid to to say, you know, I'll sit with you. Let me help you out. I understand what that's like. So that's wonderful. Well, Amanda, I see you as a leader, you know, as a consultant, as a travel expert, you know, in addition to being a mom. Can you give us, you know, two to three tips as to, you know, how we can kind of, you know, continue to to travel well with our families um, in addition to some of the other tips that you shared already? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> well, my number one, my main go-to is definitely start planning early on. Yes, you have to. Yes, mm-hmm. that is. I mean, I go into that all the time because I know what it does for us when we start early because we have the option to change certain things if we don't want to go. If we, we are able to change things around, mm-hmm. we are able to plan properly. We are able mm-hmm. to you know, go to school and the kids school and, you know, ask for, you know, some time off for them. Like it gives you time to do all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Number two, I would say involve the kids mm-hmm. in the planning aspect. Mm-hmm. Involve the kids. I know sometimes, you know, we don't have time as moms and as dads, we don't, we don't have time for, for things that are, you know, you know, involving the kids because they have school, you come late and, you know, no, 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 we got to, the ticket is bought, we're going. But no, when you involve them, they feel a part. And I think I used to listen to Dr. Do- Dr. Dobson. Oh, yeah. Family. Focus yes. on the family. Focus mm-hmm. on the, yes. And he mentioned something about how the kid, you know, in terms of kids, how they actually do more and it's a little bit easier for you to incorporate them in activities. And you would think, they have nothing to contribute, but these kids are very smart and they contribute a lot and it becomes a little bit easier when you guys get there because they know they were part of the planning, yeah. the planning of the activities and everything. It's not just about, hey, I think you guys should go do this, do that. No, you you talk to them and mm-hmm. ask them, so do you guys want to go to the kids club today? If there's a kids club at a location you guys are going do you guys want to do horseback riding? Do you guys want to do, because I know one of my kids doesn't want a horseback riding, but she wants to do camel rides, you know? So <laughs> yeah, you don't want to traumatize them with certain things. So planning with them, involve them with the planning is absolutely great. That is number two. Number three, I will say, if you are a newer parent right now and you are, you know, you haven't had your, your kids yet, or even your kids are three months, four months, Start traveling with them earlier on. Start traveling. Don't wait until, don't say, you know, I'm going to wait until you're a little bit older because the earlier you start the kids, the easier it gets. Um, They are going to get used to it so early on and it becomes really easy for for the parent because they know Mm -hmm. how to, you know, wheel their bags, you know, in the airport. They know how to to do anything right from the get-go. So if you have the means, please do so and start, excuse me, traveling with them a little bit earlier on. And number, I don't know what number, I love camp. <laughs> right, right. The next one. <laughs> the next one will be, because of everything going on right now, make sure you are buying travel protection. You are buying travel insurance. Mm. I don't, I cannot even stress this enough. Like at this point, I will not even book trips for those people that don't want travel protection mm. or travel insurance. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want you to invest in an amount of money, even if it's a thousand dollars, it doesn't matter how much you right. are spending. It's an investment that you right. could use for a lot of things. I don't want you to lose it. So I do not book any more tra- trips for people that don't, you say you don't want travel protection or travel insurance. I'm like, okay, even before COVID, I still advise people to use travel insurance 
Just mm-hmm. because you can get sick, you can lose your bags, you can, you know, anything can happen that right. is unforeseen. And so if you are, if you have the travel protection or the travel insurance, it's definitely going to cover you, going to cover mm-hmm. your children, mm-hmm. going to cover your husband if, you ha- if, you, if you're if you coming with, with one or your significant other. Yes. Mm-hmm. And definitely travel insurance, it's like, it's, it should be top of my list right, right now with everything going on. So, sure. yeah, absolutely. Especially if you're a parent and you want to travel with your kids, kids get sick, they get they get seasick even when you take them on a cruise. And so mm-hmm. with that, you know, travel insurance, that helps with everything. It helps with trip interruptions. It helps with if your flight is delayed. It helps with so much, so much more. And you will thank me later. And the, yes. next, but not, and the last but not the least. The yes, last I think we're on least. five. Right, exactly. The last but not, I know you said a few, but no, I have no, some. this is great. Keep it coming. Um, the last but not the least, as, as parents, when we travel and we have a sick child, it can be tough. Yeah. It can be really tough because it's happened to us before in Turks and Caicos, as a matter of fact. And we, I think we might have forgotten to bring Lexington's rescue inhaler because sometimes she doesn't have asthma, but sometimes, you know, she needs that when she's coughing and wheezing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you are, you are, you know, you know, all about that. Yes. And so I would recommend to every parent when you travel, I know some of these countries are, you know, first world countries and they have everything. However, Bring your kids' medications with you. With you, yeah. Bring medications with you. Bring the medicine. Bring every, even if it's Tylenol, even if it's you know Motrin, whatever it is, pain medicine. Bring your first aid kit. Yeah. I know some resorts may have it, but you want to bring your own. Bring mm-hmm. your like your child's medicines, your medicines, because some of the countries that we have been to don't even write in English on the box of the what medicine. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how did but. You know what? They write it in their own language over there. In Italian, it could be in, you know, we were in Greece. It's it's in Greek language. So you are, depending on the village you are visiting or where you are going. So make sure you bring your own medicine. If something happens, it's right there, you know, with yeah. you. You don't need to go to the emergency room and, you know, have all this. So bring that with you. And now the other thing that you want to bring with you also is a universal adapter. Universal adapter. Mm-hmm. You get, I got mine from Amazon. It's very inexpensive. It was, like 20, it was like, yeah, it was like twenty twenty two dollars because most of the European European countries actually don't have the US, you know, um oh, adapted ride outlets. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you want to bring universal adapter, just keep it in one of your suitcases, just put it in your bag. If you go to a place and there's not there, you know exactly you have one, you can charge your phone, you can do all kinds of things that you want to do. With it. So that is my last tip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a lot. That's great. That's great. Yes. You know, planning ahead, you know, is, is always huge. And I think, yeah, even for our, uh, our trip, you know, we did a little bit of the more spontaneous thing this time around again, I kind of, you know, based on some of what was going on in the world, but even so I, you know, did follow that advice to book and reserve some of the like meals and some of the events things that needed advance reservations. I did, as soon as we had our, you know, our dates set, I put those things in place because if we had waited till we got there, then we would not, those would have been not available. Like things were going, you know, fast. So that definitely helped us out for, you know, for that regard. And then, you know, really understanding like the website for services, understanding, you know, the apps for, you know, for our vacation, 
if we didn't have the app, we would have missed out on a lot of the same day opportunities that were available that you couldn't book ahead of time, but needed to either you know, go and stand, uh, you know, at the center and reserve a spot and for your family in the class. And so I was able to, you know, find those things out, get the directions, get to the line early because there weren't enough spots for everybody who wanted to do some of the same day experiences. And so we were able, that's how we were able to do like, you know, ukulele lessons um, at no additional cost. And that was, you know, another beautiful family experience to all make music together, you know, like that in just a, you know, a 30, 45 minute experience. So yeah, that, that planning ahead and really kind of doing that research, you know, really makes a difference. And I can, you know, definitely, you know, vouch and encourage, you know, families to do that. And down on, on the health front, I remember when we traveled to London before we had kids, I hadn't had any issues with breathing and asthma for years. And so didn't even think to to bring my inhaler or anything like that. But because we had gone to some of these museums and some of these like dungeons and castles that are like hundreds and thousands of years old, you know, there must have been some kind of mold or something in those, you know, deeper recesses of these amazing, you know, tours we were taking. But I suddenly found myself struggling to breathe. And so it was one of those eye-opening, you know, experiences where thankfully we just, I just had to get up out from where we were and, you know, my, my breathing was okay, but I now, you know, just carry the, the inhaler in my luggage just in case we encounter something that is needed for, for that very reason. So that's a, a great piece of advice. And a question about the travel insurance, is that something that you can get for like one trip? Or is it something that you get for the month or the year? Are there different options with the travel insurance? Yeah, there are, there are different options. Now you will have to, it's not an insurance like, you know, your car insurance where you have the whole year and then you mm-hmm. renew it. No, mm-hmm. it's at the time of booking the trip. And so when you book the trip, then, you know, there are different, you know, companies that offer that, you know, sometimes the resorts itself will offer, offer cheap, something. Right. Mm-hmm. And then other companies will offer you know, other insurances as well. Now, because of COVID, I think every one of the resorts and some insurances are offering that also to cover your medical. So that's yeah. something that I'll definitely look into it. But usually it's when you're booking the trip. Got it. Got it. Great. Great. Good. So as we're winding down, you know, how are you creating balance and finding joy, you know, in all that you are juggling? Yeah. Passion. Passion. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Simple. It's very, yeah. it's very simply put passion for, I think I mentioned it earlier that there's a difference between passion and then your job. Yeah. And sometimes you just have a job and you go to the job and, you know, you think that because I have to make ends meet, I have to be there and, you know, you keep going. And so it becomes a day-to-day activity. Now, yeah. when you have passion for something, you create a space that particular thing at a certain time and you create a life around that and i know Mia had always mentioned leave life with ease and grace that's right that's right (laughs) and so so for me per se when the kids were younger it was a little bit difficult to plan around it because our travel business hadn't grown to where it is now yeah Uh, now today as i speak now i can say that it's because of passion I'm able to say, and where we are now, I'm able to say, I'm taking some time off to do mm-hmm. this. I'm mm-hmm. taking that. Off. But then even I come back to do the same thing I was doing, it's, it has a good feeling. 
Right. You, know, you don't feel like you are doing much. You get excited right. to plan the next trip for the next family. You get right. excited to, you know, book the retreat. Because I was telling you, I think I, I think I sent you an email. I was doing a retreat yeah. for nurses to Costa Rica. And yeah. that's exciting. Yeah. You know, I'm excited <laughs> about, oh my gosh, what can I give them? What can I put together that will mm. get these nurses, give them such, they've done so much, yeah. you know, during COVID and everything. So for me, I'm passionate about it. And it feels good. And so mm-hmm. you don't have a job anymore. Right. So. It doesn't feel like work. <laughs> and, and I want to also give credit to my husband in terms of, you know, right. balance. You know, mm-hmm. he helps out in terms of, okay, we plan things out. We love, we are a planning family. Planners. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> you know, bring the word planning there. Um, right. So we plan out things. And so I would say planning can help a lot in terms of, being balanced with everything. You know, I'm not, we don't always go accordingly as to what we have written on paper. If it doesn't go well, that's okay. You know, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but we plan out our day-to-day activities and our month-to-month and our mm-hmm. yearly activities. And so that kind of helps out a lot in terms of, you know, balance and everything else. And the kids being back to school kind of helps out a little bit also. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. And that reminds me of uh, one yeah, question that I had as far as involving kids in the planning. So, you know, we, I've kind of gone back and forth a little bit on that because sometimes things don't work out. And especially when they were younger, it w- was so disappointing for them <laughs> if we were telling them that this was going to happen and then it didn't happen or it was different than they expected. So how do you manage, you know, their expectations? Okay. That's a wonderful <laughs> question. <laughs> How we have uh, raised this case, we try to not make everything black and white in their eyes. We try to not make everything as set in stone. If yeah. mommy said, there, there were a couple of times that we have, we have had to cancel certain trips yeah. because their school was having a program that mm-hmm. they were in the play and they had to be there. They were needed. You couldn't miss it. Yeah. You couldn't miss it. And we have to cancel. So, in the world of travel, I'll say, and in so many situations, yeah. you want to make sure that one thing that we are teaching our kids is sometimes it may happen, sometimes mm-hmm. it may not. Because yeah. I'll tell you this recently, right around Christmas, because of um, the travel and everything, I forgot to buy them because we don't buy them really huge toys. We don't mm-hmm. buy them fancy toys because we use that money for travel. And travel, and, yeah. Yeah, and it creates a lot of experience for them because they don't remember the last toy I got them last year. Right, so, right. But they remember yeah. that vacation. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> every single place. I think next time you got to interview them because they were Yes, I would love to have them come and share. <laughs> share so I forgot, I put the stuff that I was ordering in the cart. But I'm sure this has happened to so many parents, right. but I, I forgot, forgot to hit send. <laughs> and so on Christmas Day, we baked our cookies because we returned from Maldives before Christmas. And we had our cookies. Sienna was supposed to come, you know, eat the cookies. Mm-hmm. When they woke up, the funny thing is the cookies and the milk was gone, but there were no presents. <laughs> <laughs> Santa. Uh-oh. Yeah. Santa. <laughs> I said, I told my husband, I said, baby, you did not do a good job on that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. That is funny. But they were not too disappointed Mm -hmm. because we have always shared with them, 
sometimes things may go Where one way mm-hmm. or it may not go the other way. So they are always prepared. And my kids are not perfect in any, by, all, by any means at all. <laughs> but I think when you prepare their mind yeah. towards things may happen or it may not. Mm-hmm. Okay. When we get there, we're going to have a dolphin experience. But if that doesn't happen, we can go to a restaurant. And how about you have your favorite pancakes? You know, because yeah. Brooklyn lost in it. Yeah. How about you have your favorite ice cream if that yeah. doesn't happen? Yeah. So we prepare their minds. They are not usually disappointed when things don't happen. Lexington was a little bit disappointed mm-hmm. when Santa didn't show up because she, she said, Why didn't Santa show up and still drunk the milk? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got some explaining to do. <laughs> She was more upset about the cookies and the milk being gone than the gift not being under the tree. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so they don't easily get too disappointed. Now, I would say the only time they have been disappointed greatly is when they were expecting their, their grandma from New York yeah. to come over. And grandma couldn't make it. Yeah. Now those things, yes, because of course yeah. I didn't know grandma was not was was not gonna yeah. make it. You know, those things, yeah, they get disappointed. But in terms of like traveling and not getting, we always try to replace certain activities with different mm-hmm. things. Because sometimes the weather changes in other countries yeah. will also yeah. affect. Mm-hmm. Yes, because we were on a cruise one time and we were supposed to go do all these activities, but outside on on you know on oh, land. Man. And that's going to happen because of the weather and everything. And so we prepare them towards these things. So it's beyond our control and we can't do anything about that. And so they're okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we had our own weather, you know, challenge with uh, getting rained out our luau on the last day. Got totally, we were drenched and they had to cancel it. And so it was definitely, you know, definitely disappointing. But, you know, we had done so many other things, right, that were so special. And we were able to really just just be thankful that we had, you know, been able to, you know, be together as a family, you know, um, at, at a time when, you know, a lot of, you know, people were not able to venture, you know, that far. So, so as families are getting their travel plans together and are thinking ahead for where they might want to travel this year or next, you know, what are maybe two or three of the top three, you know, places to visit with children? Absolutely. Absolutely. One of our top, top picks, I will tell you, is the Caribbean. Yeah. The Caribbean is amazing. And I'm sure most of you have been out there. We typically, like we love St. Lucia specifically. They are, I mean, there are so many places that are kids friendly, family, you know, families are welcomed in so many activities. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the most of the resorts, I would say, have an amazing, amazing kids club, which is what we look out for. And I know I've said kids club a couple of times, but they help us so much as mom and dad. We need our breaks for sure. And so when the resort doesn't have a kids club, unfortunately, that's kind of hard for us. They either have to provide us with a nanny service or, you know, caregiver st- service, which some some um, resorts actually provide as well, complimentary. And so, yes, yes. And so if you, you have to ask all this, these questions. Now, the second place that we enjoyed, believe it or not, was Dubai. Dubai is a huge recommendation. If you don't mind the travel, you know, the distance, the hours, it, it's amazing. Dubai is one of the places that is very accepting of children. Mm-hmm. We did not 
they are very family oriented. So interesting. Yes, and I didn't know that because I've I have seen Dubai, of course, on TV and the luxury and the cars and everything, you know, Porsche and Abu Dhabi. Everything was is amazing, but I did not know that they provide so much for children. Mm. And the aquarium there, we went to swim with the dol- the dolphins, and that was amazing. The kid they give the kids discounts. Now, when you call when you talk about discounts, I'm there. Mm. <laughs> You know, I would love to, you know, have the experience to the to the top level. But if you want to give me a discount on that, I said mm-hmm. hallelujah. Right. So Dubai, the aquarium, there is a huge, I think they have the biggest aquarium in the world, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. or the second. I think the first mm-hmm. may be in Singapore. But the okay. first one, the second one is, is in Dubai Mall. The Dubai wow. Aquarium is in the mall. So you can drop the kids off in the aquarium. And you can go shopping at Saks. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yes. So oh, that was that one of so the main interesting. things. Yes. And it was interesting to us, but we were so amazed. And that's one of the places that we want to go back. We want to yeah. go back to Dubai with the kids again because we felt it was such an amazing trip that we didn't get to experience everything. everything. Yes. Yeah. So it's, huge. it's a big place. And of course, the third one, would definitely be if I don't say this, the kids are gonna. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Maldives. There's the Maldives, yeah. which we just got back. They say, "Mommy, you gotta talk about." It's mainly a lot of the Asian countries. Okay, so the Asian countries are they believe in children and kids, and whenever whenever we travel, we want to make sure that wherever we're taking our children, the kids are being welcomed as well as they are welcoming yeah. us because yeah. they are part of it. So. That is also one of the places. And of course, you just said three, but I want to give four. Is that okay? And the fourth one will be Destin, Destin, Florida. I'm not sure if most parents know about Destin, but Destin, Florida is amazing. Mm. It's not outside of the U.S. It's in Florida. But it's such a place you get there and let's just say the Hamptons of New York, mm-hmm. but they have beaches, beautiful beaches, mm-hmm. white sands, you know, all this, you know, like water slides and everything. I mean, so much you can do in Destin mm-hmm. and it's just very underrated when it comes to people not knowing, knowing about, about it. Yeah, but That's one of the places that I would love to take my kids back again because okay. You are on vacation from the time you wake up, but the time you get there to every day waking up to the beach yeah. and kids love the beach. I don't know any kid that doesn't love the beach. So white yeah. sand, come on. You don't have to travel right. far to go see white sand. <laughs> to get to so. white sand. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah actually, with the um, Jamaica, the, yeah, Caribbean one, Jamaica's, where yeah. the first international you know, vacation we took our oldest to. Um, and we happened to be able to go at a time with friends. And so we had kind of, they had a, you know, family experience as well, because they had the home theirs that we were able to stay and enjoy for part of the time. And then uh, we ended up at a resort for part of the time. So we had both experiences, but yeah, I would uh, definitely echo. And my husband's been to St. Lucia, but it's on my list to go, you know, there as well. So that's fabulous. And yeah, we actually just were talking about Dubai. I was just explaining kind of what Dubai is to my children. So it's interesting that you have it on your family friendly list. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And 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 I will say whoever wants to check out our uh, YouTube channel, we have so many places we've been. 
we have vlogged them and we show you how the kids do in all these different countries. If you want to check them out, check them out on Little Miss Travelers. And it's so, so much to learn from them, them as well. Awesome. Thanks for sharing those. I, I think I'm adding a few to my list. <laughs> great, 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 great. Good. As we're you know, wrapping, any final words to share with us? Any final things? Oh, self-care. How do you, you know, manage your self-care? And how do you do that as you travel? Yes, yes. So <laughs> self-care, I would say self-care at home for me, it's being in my pajamas, okay? Being in my PJs and because we already do the luxury stuff. We already do mm-hmm. the massaging when we travel and we already mm-hmm. do, you know, and self-care is everything from meditation yeah. to, you know, you know, yourself, you know, and, you know, taking care of your, of your inner soul mm-hmm. and body. Yeah, right. And so... For me, I already do that. I make sure that I incorporate that when we travel. So when we travel, my husband and I can have the kids. And so many places we've been to have amazing, amazing kids club yeah. and amazing caretakers. And so we take the kids, we, you know, have a couple of hours at the, you know, kids club and we go mm. to the spa. Yeah. We just have time yeah. to ourselves and, you know, do that, those things. And when we are home, how I take care of myself is, I don't dress up to go anywhere. <laughs> I just be in my, being in my, there's a feeling of being in my PJs yes. that I absolutely love. Uh, yeah. That level of comfort. Hair <laughs> in the tie. Up, you know, <laughs> my, my, my kids call it pineapple. You, mom, you put your hand in the pineapple. Pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, just being in bed and just, you know, waking up at a certain time and, you know, knowing that I've done everything else. And I just meditate. And sometimes I do, you know, I go to the gym and, you know, work out. If I'm not able to go to the gym, I do it at my, at my house. We have a treadmill and, you know, I make sure I do that to take care of my body. And, you know, I get my space by telling the kids, mommy needs her space. Yeah. And when mommy needs her space, either they are doing a journal about one of the travels we, we make because their teachers love for them to do journals, yeah. you know, journaling about where they've been so they can share with their friends that are not mm. able to go, they can share with them. Yeah. And so, yes. And so they do that. And so we plan, I plan out, I should say, my me time, me yeah. time. Yeah. Every, every single weekend, I have mm-hmm. a me time where mm-hmm. in the morning, the Saturday morning, like this time, they are with their dad, they are with their daddy. I am mm-hmm. in there. They make breakfast and they can invite me or they don't mm-hmm. have to. I could just be having my coffee. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not mad if they're in the kitchen eating without me. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you're having your me time. But I'm having my me time, my you me know. Time. And of, yes, and yes. Mm-hmm. And of course, getting my nails done means a lot to me. So sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm out of here. I'm going to go get my nails done. <laughs> you know, something that means a lot to you or to, yeah. you know, to me. I definitely make sure that I make time for that. And the kids respect that because mm-hmm. even with them, sometimes they do deserve me times, That's you well. know? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And so, sometimes they would, they would let me know, mommy, is it okay for me to just, you know, go upstairs and, you know, do this, to do that. Absolutely. You can be away, you know, and do your own thing. So, that's that's what I would say. Being in my in my PJs and resting at home, it's it's really amazing. It it feels good. Yeah. 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 Sometimes we don't take those breaks enough. Yeah. 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 
So yeah. remind us how people can get a hold of you. If they want to have you plan their next amazing vacation or they just want to find out more, how can they reach out to you? Yes, you can always reach out to me at Amanda Goring on Facebook. And if you don't have a Facebook, I actually, you can reach me on Install Travel Boss Babe on Instagram, which we'll probably leave the links for you. Reach out to me anytime or on our travel website, which is installtravelllc.com. We have a page on there that shows you our pictures and on all our travels. Our gallery has amazing pictures for our travels. We have retreats and mastermind, and you can reach out to us and you go to get a quote. Get a quote. You tell us exactly what you're looking for. You fill it out. You pay your research fee, $50, and we get started. And so it's really, really easy. And if, if not, you can always call me as well, 917-363-5695. And we can definitely plan out that. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for all of the insights, all of the tips and strategies and and for your great passion that just (laughs) comes through loud and clear. Yes, we're excited. It's going to be an incredible year. I can tell already. (laughs) Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so honored that you invited me to share my passion and share this with everybody, all the moms out there. You got this. You can do it. Let's try it. Let's do it together. (laughs) Awesome. Great. Thanks again. for listening to Moms Changing the World with host Akua Walker. The information shared on this show is meant for educational purposes only and not intended as a substitute for medical intervention or professional therapy. All views shared on the show are that of the speakers only and do not represent any institution. To be a part of the community, visit www.momschangingtheworld.org. There you'll find ways to connect with and support the moms we interview and find out how to work with Akua as a parenting coach. Join us next time for more encouragement and support to be a mom changing the world, one child at a time, one day at a time. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks for listening.